Hi guys and welcome back to the Weekly Live podcast. I am Lucy Evans and this is the podcast dedicated to helping you live a healthier and happier life physically as well as mentally in a way that is realistic and most of all sustainable long term. It is my mission to humanise the female fitness industry and I love that you are here with me on this journey. Hi guys, welcome back to another episode of your weekly lift podcast. Do you know, I've put off recording this episode because if you follow me on Instagram, you will see that I moved offices this week and the sound in this office is definitely not as good. It's, I think where it's a bigger room, it's echoey and I was like, oh, I need to move. Oh, I need to like get a better microphone and in the end I was like Lucy just literally stop trying to be perfect and just get something done and last night again if you follow me on Instagram you will see my little meltdown on my stories um because I was like I am literally feeling so overwhelmed I had so much to do I didn't know where to start And it was because every single thing I was trying to do, I was waiting for the perfect situation or the perfect solution. And actually, like I say to my clients all the time, it doesn't need to be the perfect scenario to see progress this week or to achieve something this week. Like something is better than nothing. And don't get me wrong, I don't think something is better than nothing all the time. I think you need to still be giving it consistent effort 80% of the time. But if you have weeks where you're feeling a little bit overwhelmed or you feel like um, you can't achieve what you normally would achieve to the same quality, personally, I think going to do something is better than nothing. So here we are recording this podcast echoey room or not. And I promise you when I'm feeling a little less overwhelmed, I will make sure I get a better microphone and some sound quality going on. I mean, I've been doing this podcast for over a year now and I and I have never invested in a microphone. I literally do this off of my laptop and um, I mean, it's done pretty well. So <laughs> just shows really imperfect action is key. Anyway, today's episode um, has been inspired by the gratitude book that I'm doing this month. So for those of you that don't know, I am following the Grateful As Fuck 22 Days to Transform Your Life Gratitude Challenge by Francesca Amber. Now, I definitely highly recommend this book because I haven't actually ever stuck to a book for as long as I have this one so I've always started gratitude books or like these challenge books um, and never actually managed to see it out and the biggest reason is is because it always ends up feeling like a bit of a chore in my day um, and something that takes up a lot of time when I could be putting my energy elsewhere but I have actually found this one so much more realistic as you guys know I'm all about realism um, and And I have just generally found it so much easier to follow that I'm now on day 18, guys, and that's four days away from the end. And I know I'm going to finish it. Um, And it genuinely, I wouldn't say like one thing I would say about these um, gratitude books is 
I sometimes feel like there's a lot of like pressure um like Francesca Amber talks a lot about how they drastically change her life and all these really huge things happen within that time frame and don't get me wrong like that's great if that happens for you but I think for most of us um that doesn't happen and I know in the past that has has made me feel a little bit disheartened and I've given up because I'm like, well, nothing's really changing. But I took the pressure off on this one. And I was like, I actually just want to do this book to get me through like January and, you know, a dark time in terms of like dark evenings, a bit rubbish weather. And um, again, if you've been listening to this podcast for a while, you'll know that I actually went to Bali this time last year for a month. And we spoke a little bit this year about doing that again. And we actually decided not to. And I know a lot of people are like, oh my God, you're crazy. Um, but we decided to basically say, sit tight and and put the money into the house and, and getting upstairs finished in our house. Um, and I was like, and I, I don't get me wrong, I did feel a little bit down about it. It was one of my goals to do it again this year. And it's not to say we won't, but we're not gonna be doing it at this time of year. And, um, uh, yeah, I felt a little bit down about it. So I was like, right, I'm just going to I'm going to put my energy into other things that maybe I wouldn't have had time to do had we gone away. Um, so I started this book with kind of no pressure to finish it more just like, right, I'm just going to take each day as it comes and and help it like and let it help me make some kind of little shifts in my um life or just even in my day like I think that's one of the biggest things I've taken from it like if I've woken up tired or I've maybe had a bit of a bad night's sleep or something crap's happened in the work day it almost forces you to shift your energy and to think more positively about the situation and actually that is what has inspired today's podcast because today's chapter was all around romanticizing your life now I didn't personally have the most exciting day ahead um I'm not saying (laughs) that checking in with my clients isn't exciting but as in there was nothing in there that I don't normally do week to week you know the same I would like get up go for a walk or do an exercise do some admin check in with clients um and you know and then get like finish work cook some dinner and watch love island if you're listening to this in real time still actually low-key fuming about the fact that um georgia was not loyal to callum last night but that's a whole different conversation (laughs) um so basically um I was so basically I was sat there thinking doing this chapter this morning and I was like I really had to think about how I could romanticize my day um and really um like zhuzh up the day-to-day and if you're not familiar with the term romanticizing your life it is basically where you find joy in the day-to-day things that you do or you upgrade or enhance or you do something that makes your day that you would normally feel a bit like ugh, like a bit of a movie 
And when I looked up the definition for this, um, it basically said, the concept of romanticizing your life is a trend about celebrating yourself and making even the most ordinary day feel extraordinary. Um, And there is so much on this. Like if you just Google it or go on TikTok or Instagram, there is a lot around romanticizing your life. But you guys know I am a fitness coach. I'm all about living a healthy lifestyle. So I started to think, how can we romanticize our fitness journeys? Because if you're anything like me, you might have been doing this for a little while now. And it has become very much the day to day. And when I coach clients, that is what I'm essentially trying to do. I'm trying to shift exercise and eating well from something that they do occasionally to something that they just do no matter what and is just what they do. Um, But the trouble is when it becomes just what you do, um, there are weeks where it can just feel mundane, it can feel boring. And you know, what brings a lot of joy to one person who maybe it's new and enjoyable to isn't going to bring much joy to somebody who genuinely just does it every day day in day out regardless of how they're feeling I think sometimes like the magic of a workout sometimes wears off or the you almost take for granted of the fact that you do go out and walk every day or you do um, just do the things that you know you need to do So this podcast is going to be really helpful if that is you, Um, but equally it's going to be really helpful if you resist your fitness journey um, a little bit or you resist the fact that you need to change. And I see this a lot um, and it's an honest conversation that I have to have with a lot of people at the start of their fitness journeys. If what you want or if you want a different outcome, something you do has to change and If you're not willing to change, then you are gonna keep getting the same outcome. And what you sometimes find is people resist the change by thinking things like, oh, I'm like, they they focus on all the things that changing their lifestyle is gonna take away from their life rather than adding to it. And I guess what I'm trying to sum up is, is you will get so much more out of your fitness journey, your living a healthier lifestyle, if you learn to enjoy it versus you learn to resent it or you resent it. So if you if you think if you start thinking, oh, I I'm going out this weekend and I can't have my usual two bottles of wine that I would normally have and I just feel really down and miserable about it, versus I'm going out this weekend, I can't have my two bottles of wine I'd normally have, but I'm buzzing because I'm not gonna wake up with a hangover and eat rubbish the next day. And you can see how those two different perspectives are going to make you feel very differently about your weekend and and how um, and how it like how it's going to go. Um, so this podcast is going to take you through ten ways in which you can romanticize your journey to either make it more enjoyable if you are in a little bit of a rut to help you see what it's gonna add to your life if you are new to this kind of thing um, and give you some ideas on how you can judge up your week and how you can feel and how you can essentially make the ordinary the extraordinary. Now, I'm gonna be realistic here because I think 
it's really easy to fall down that comparison trap and you know, easy to look at someone else and think their situation is always better than yours. Um, like, oh, they live in a nicer area to go on walks or they have more money to be able to afford nicer gym clothes. Um, but this isn't about anyone else. So the way you choose to romanticize your life or your fitness journey might be very different to the way somebody else chooses to romanticize it. Um, so I'm going to get cracking because I've I've sat down and I've given myself I've written a bit of a list in things that we can do um, to make it feel better so the and also guys this is one like I again these are ones that actually really resonate with me and that make me feel good so I want if you write a list I really want you to think about the things that spark joy for you and you know, like some of the things I suggest might not do it for you, but it might give you some inspiration as to where you can start romanticizing your fitness journey. So the first one um, I thought of, which is completely free, um, is changing up the location in which you do things. Um, So I'm going to give you an example of this. This week, I actually joined a handstand workshop um, for six weeks. um, And I went to my first one on Tuesday. I was really nervous because I didn't know anyone. And I... Like I do do handstands in CrossFit, but this was at a yoga studio, so it's slightly different. Um, and I was just, I, I, I did it because I was feeling in a bit of a rut with my journey and I wanted to change it up. I was like, it's only six weeks. Like, what have you got to lose just going and doing it and trying it? So changing up, I mean, I appreciate that one's not free because I've, I've joined a new class, but changing up where you do things can have a massive impact. Um, So whether that be changing up where you go to the gym, um, or it might be changing up where you choose to run, it might be changing up where you choose to go out for your walk. Um, And this is particularly true in walking, like I don't know about you, but we tend to do like very similar routes around our house, Um, especially when we're kind of low on energy, and maybe we can't be bothered to drive anywhere, or we're short on time because we've still got to cook dinner when we get home. Um, but actually like making that extra effort to drive somewhere else can have such a big impact on just like how you feel within your day um, or how you maybe feel when you get home and, and it does recharge your energy so it's almost about like that cost versus benefit again like the cost and the time it takes to drive somewhere else is going to give you so much more benefit than it would just going out the door and, and walking around your normal route um so changing up like your walking route equally changing up like your running route for me i i love like the seaside and i love i don't love sand i do not love sand that is complete lie um but i do love like the sound of the water um and just like the peacefulness that you get when you're when you're running but or walking by the sea so then i started thinking when i was writing this list there's no reason why i couldn't drive to like my local seaside and do a run along the beach um and get a run in there like there is absolutely no reason why i couldn't do that but we suddenly just create these like new norms for ourselves that do make everything feel a little bit mundane and a little bit boring um so change up your location that's the first one um whatever it be in your walks whether it be in a run whether it even be in the gym um 
like I've had a thought about trying like a new class in London, for example, like the next time I'm there, because they always have like really good spaces and good studios um, in, in places like that. So don't be afraid to change the location. You will be massively surprised how just that change of scenery, that uh, like that change of um, environment can make a massive impact and a difference. Um, okay, that was actually kind of like three in one because I've put change up your gym and try a new class, walk in a different location or change up your route for running. So we've already gone, we've already done three. And if you do walk and you run and you go to the gym, then you can romanticize all three different tasks this week. Okay, the second one is your clothes um, and what you wear. So they talk about this in romanticizing your life in your day-to-day -day life, um, like dressing up for no reason, um, or equally like dressing up might not actually feel that good to you. Like I hate, I actually hate dressing up. If you haven't noticed this already, um, I spend a lot of time in hoodies and leggings. And, but that's because that works for me. I don't actually feel comfortable when I'm like in a nice dress. I might occasionally, like when I'm at a wedding or like I don't know but I hate dressing up for like a dinner so the idea for me dressing up doesn't do it for me but the idea for me of like buying myself a nice new pair of gym leggings definitely does it for me and I, I recently invested in some lululemon leggings which are quite expensive um well depend i don't believe in the term expensive because i think everyone has different values um in terms of what they view as expensive but for me lululemons are expensive and or not even expensive but they're a they are a jump up from like my usual gymshark leggings right but for some like gymshark would be a jump so invest in some new gym clothes that actually make you feel good um so it doesn't even have to be a pair of leggings it could be like a new pair of socks like how often do you put a pair of socks on that look a little bit worn or a little bit um a little bit um yeah, like worn out, I guess, is what I'm trying to say. So how often do you do that? Um, but like maybe treat yourself to a new pair of, of leggings or clothes because I think we always feel more motivated when we go to the gym and or we work out and we've got... Um, we've got new gym wear on. Equally, I have a lot of clients that work out from home um, and they maybe just work out in their pajamas or they work out in like a baggy top and leggings. But like show, show your workout that you're gonna take it seriously or show your workout that you're not in a low energy lethargic mood and, and invest in some nice gym clothes. Like don't think because you're not leaving the house, you, have, you, you shouldn't make the effort. Um, and again, that might not resonate with you, but like it, it, it's gonna turn like your mundane Monday morning workout that you usually do in your pajamas into something that you actually feel like positive and high energy in because you've got nice new clothes on. And I think to add to that, like something I actually did this morning to make my day better was I lit my one of my new candles um, and I was like, I it was like one of my nicer ones from White Company. And I was like, you know, when you save like the nice candles for special occasions. And I was like, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna change, um, save this special occasion. I'm actually just gonna put it on. Um, and, you know, even though I'm just sat here working at my desk, I'll have the nice smell of the candle, blah, blah, blah. So, you know, romanticizing your workout or your fitness journey doesn't always have to be like directly located, um, associated with the workout like 
If you normally work out in your spare room that's surrounded by junk and boxes, okay, right, well, let's clear that up today and let's make light a nice smelling candle or put on a nice diffuser whilst we're working out. Which kind of leads nicely to my next point. So you could make a good playlist for a run or a workout. So one thing we also had to do in the book this week was um, create a gratitude playlist um, and like playlists that just give you high energy. So I literally just sat and thought about all the songs that genuinely make me feel so great within myself. And I was like, I'm going to sit and just write, make this playlist. I'm not going to think about like the words. I'm going to think about ones that genuinely spark joy for me. So for example, if you have like a 20 minute drive to the gym and actually normally you feel a bit like oh I've got to sit in all that traffic to get there or I can't really be bothered to go across the other side of the town um you've got a good playlist now for that um for that journey um or like again if you find yourself slacking a little bit um in your workouts or just letting yourself off like pushing up the weight or that extra rep sometimes just having some good music in your ears and and doing something that makes you feel um good can again impact how you show up so making a nice playlist is going to make your workout feel so much more um enjoyable um okay where am i on my list um okay food shops so how often do we eat the same meals shop at the same place get the same brands um and the same um types of um uh, foods right how often like i'm definitely guilty of it um and so a good tip here in terms of like romanticizing eating well um it could be like that you are going to this week choose a new recipe um and actually this is quite good for me because um i had louis parents coming over for dinner tonight and i was like okay i need to make uh, like what am i going to make and i remembered in the summer i made one of the um i think it's the board of lunch slow cooker paella recipes and i was went to make that and i was like oh i'm not gonna make it it's winter like who wants paella in the winter and then i was like that is exactly the reason why i should cook it because i need to inject a little bit of summer into my evening and my day um so Think of new healthy recipes that you can make. And I'm not going to say, don't overwhelm yourself and think you need to have seven different meals this week because that's absolutely not the case. But maybe you say, this week I am going to make that one dish that takes that little bit of extra effort um, or that little bit of extra time um, because it's going to bring me so much joy to my evening meal and it's going to bring some nice flavours and some nice tastes. The other thing you could look at doing is like upgrading some of your food items. So I was buying like the little, the basics cooked chicken. And I think this food shop substituted it one day and I got some like nicer chicken. I don't know. They, they're, I'm a sucker really here because they probably did this on purpose. But, um, and then I was like, this chicken actually tastes so much nicer and, and a bit like, um, 
it just tasted so much better quality than the one I was getting. And I was like, okay, if I'm gonna start eating well, um, maybe I do need to invest a little bit more in the foods that I'm eating. And like, you know, you could maybe start looking at buying like the top of the higher brand. Um, again, if brands isn't your thing, like that won't do it for you. But maybe you go to a nicer food shop or a, new, a nicer place this week. And it doesn't have to cost you a fortune. Um, it could just be that you, um, go and buy like your meat from a butcher, for example, this week. Um, and again, doesn't have to be the month, but you can see how small little actions are just gonna romanticize like your your evening meal or your lunch in between your day that when you know, you, you kind of like having a bit of a rubbish day, you go and eat lunch, you choose the same thing. And actually, if you have got a new recipe or you have got some nicer food to try, it definitely makes the lunchtime feel a lot more exciting and nicer. So upgrade some food items, maybe where you shop um, and, you know, romanticize the meals and that you are having. Um, the other thing I would say on this is take some time as well. I posted about this on my Instagram this week. My Instagram is Lucy underscore team lift if you haven't seen the post, but um, the post basically was about... Um, taking time and space to eat your meals. How often do we get up late and eat breakfast on the go or maybe skip breakfast altogether? Um, or we book our days in with like back-to-back -back calls and meetings that we don't actually think about taking the time for a lunch break. So upgrade like the time you give yourself to actually eat and digest your food. Um, like make sure you do block half an hour out in your calendar to take your lunch break or to get outside for a walk. Um, sometimes romanticizing your life and your fitness journey is actually just by giving yourself some more time and setting some more boundaries. Um, Okay, um, the next one is like add on, add in some time to do things that maybe you wouldn't normally do. So I'm really bad with stretching and when I've had a particularly heavy week with exercise, I can really feel it in my body. So when I add some stretching in, it really feels like a novelty or it really feels like a bit of a gift to myself. Um, so, or even like might not even be um, stretching, it could be something like a little 10 minute meditation after work. Um, but giving yourself that time and space to kind of slow down and give your body and nourish your body with what it needs is gonna just make like your day feel so much nicer because you're like, oh, I actually took the time to stretch today or I actually took the time to meditate today. Um, and you're gonna feel better in your body for it, whether that's physically, whether that's mentally. Um, but adding in something this week that maybe you wouldn't usually do or, some, or making sure you take the time to add something in that normally feels like a bit of a novelty to you. Um, okay, and then the last one is I really want you to focus on your mindset this week. So rather than seeing your exercise and your fitness journey and eating well as a chore and another thing that you have to do, I really want you to take the time to think this is my time for me. This is the time where I get to work on myself. I don't have to be anywhere or do anything for anyone else like this is me time and sometimes just that subtle shift in mindset 
really makes you appreciate that time so much more rather than feeling like you have to fit it in or you have to do it or this is something you have to do like slip flip plat mindset from i choose to do this rather than i get uh, and i get to do this rather than i have to do this and i should be doing this um and just by having that little tweak in the way you think about things is going to make your workout feel a lot more enjoyable it's going to make the time that you take to create that kind of healthy meal um uh better um so <clears throat> I hope that you have found that useful and that it's given you some inspiration on how you can romanticize your fitness journey this week. Because trust me when I say, guys, the clients that get the best results are the ones that really truly embrace and enjoy and lean into the process rather than ones that resent it and focus on all the things that they like have to take away from their lives. And by choosing to romanticize your fitness journey and look at ways you can make it better, make it exciting um, and make it more of an enjoyable process, the better results you are gonna get and the better you are going to feel. And I think the last one I'm just gonna add because I didn't put it on my list, but actually it's a very crucial one, is investing in some support or investing in something that feels like a bit of a luxury to you. Um, and I'm not gonna, I'm like, shameful plug here, that is definitely getting yourself a coach. Um, because sometimes when a coach maybe does feel like a little bit of a luxury or it feels like something that's a little bit out of your reach, taking that next step to invest in yourself and make it like, and, and to really, to start taking your fitness journey to another level or showing your, yourself that you are gonna take this seriously because you've invested in something and you're spending your good hard and money on it, again, really can be a way of romanticizing your life, but also your fitness journey. So if you found this podcast helpful, please share it over on your Instagram so and tag me because I genuinely love to see everybody who has found it useful or listened to it. Um, and I will see you all next week for another episode.